In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ. I greet you on this glorious feast of Saints Peter and Paul. Our community has been hit by the coronavirus this week, last couple weeks, and almost uh, tempted not to celebrate this feast because of that. But I'm so thankful that I was prompted to to continue to serve the service, and that the Holy Spirit has led us to be here to this day to commemorate this great feast, because we need the feast of Saints Peter and Paul right now, both in our community and in our world. I love this feast because of the reconciliation that is represented in the icon of Peter and Paul embracing one another. It's one of our great hugging icons. We don't get a lot of hugs lately in our country. People are isolated. People are not supposed to touch. And so I think America needs a great big hug right now. In a physical way and also a very spiritual way. And so this great feast is an inspiration to us because... It's an icon, a feast of the conciliation, reconciliation of two great figures, Peter and Paul. Both dynamic, powerful personalities in the New Testament that had different ministries, different calling, and they didn't always see things the same way. And we have recorded in the New Testament a conflict which took place between them over how the church was going to relate to the Jews and the Gentiles, how the Jews and the Gentiles were going to relate to each other. And there was great potential for the church to be divided in the very beginning, right in the book of Acts, to become two churches, a Gentile church and a Jewish church. And we see in the icon of St. Peter and Paul, as they are embracing each other, as they're their arms are around each other and they're cheek to cheek, that the church would not allow that to happen. The church church would not allow itself to be divided by politics or identity politics, by anything. And so they were reconciled to each other and so the church continued on as one church in the book of Acts and then down through the centuries and down to this present day. We live in a present time where there is a lot of division. The devil is at work dividing people according to their color of their skin, according to their background, according to their politics. The word devil comes from the word diablo, which means divider. That is his goal, is to divide people. So we need to fight against that spirit by calling all people to unity. And we see in Peter and Paul examples of how to do that. As we read some of the readings in the Vespers this evening from Peter and Paul, we, and in, the, in various times in the liturgy in the last few weeks, the writings of St. Paul, we see powerful, intelligent, theological leaders speaking to the church. And you see these two men 
how their lives were transformed by the love of Jesus Christ. One was a great persecutor of the church. The other was, was a cowardly denier of Christ. And yet, God did not forsake them. Our Lord Jesus Christ did not forsake them in their human weakness. But he used both of them to build his church. And he turned them into mighty men of God. Men who had formerly had failed Christ became the greatest defenders of Christ. And I think the most important thing that we should imitate in them is the gift of love. They both had a very strong, personal, heartfelt love for Jesus Christ. It says that he who is forgiven much loves much. They both were forgiven very much, and they both loved Christ very much. And they also loved each other, and we see this in the icon. So let us imitate them by being people who love. Let us love God fervently from our hearts, knowing that we have been forgiven much. Let us love each other. Let us love our fellow man. Let us love even our enemies, especially our enemies. So that the love that we see reflected in Peter and Paul and in this great feast may also be reflected in all of our lives. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, glory be to Jesus Christ.